Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Good day, and welcome to episode number 113 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title this episode is Why Worry? This month, we're going to be covering the topic of why worry. There have been so many different disasters all over the country, and we need to remember God's command of not worrying. I'm going to be sharing with you some excerpts from a talk that I gave years ago at a retreat. So I'm just going to pull out little nuggets and share them with you this month, and I hope that you'll enjoy them. God bless, and let's listen. Right now, maybe some of you are feeling like this box. You're feeling like that. Do you feel like that? Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Can you let me out of here? Can you let me out of here? Whatever, whether you're fretting, whether you're worried, whether you have anxiety, whether it's concern, we'd like to be proper and say concern. I have concern, Paul. I don't worry. The thing about worry is, whether it's imagined or real, it does physical, emotional, and spiritual damage to us. And God never intended for that to be. Here's a quote that I think is really cute. Ain't no sense in worrying about things you got no control over, because if you ain't got control over them, ain't no sense in worrying. And ain't no sense in worrying about things you have control over either, because if you got control over, ain't no sense in worrying. So that's his philosophy. Now, it's been said that ulcers are not caused by what you eat, but by what eats you. Worry is like a rocking chair. It will give you something to do, but it won't get you anywhere. Let me give you an easy definition for worry. What is worry? Worry is handling a situation apart from God. That's plain and simple. I'd like to read something to you. It's called, Worrying is What Moms Do. A few years ago, my daughter Lindsay, then 10, made an astute observation of me. Mom, you worry too much, she said. She was right. I started worrying almost from the moment I discovered I was pregnant with my first child. Around the time of Lindsay's perceptive comment, I found a story in the Bible about a mother who had a lot of reasons to worry. Jochebed, an Israelite in Egypt, was the mother of Moses. When Pharaoh, the Egyptian ruler, demanded that all the newborn Israelite boys be killed, she hid her son for three months. Then she made a plan. She placed her son in a watertight basket, surrendering him into God's care and then let him float away from her down the Nile River. 
Her son was rescued and raised by Pharaoh's own daughter. By her actions, this mother shows she had a formula I began to use when dealing with my worries. She tackled the worries she could control and surrendered the rest to God. Six years later, I'd made a lot of progress, but the formula was really put to the test when I was faced with the challenge of teaching Lindsay to drive. On the particular day I had picked her up at school, after throwing her books into the back seat, she climbed behind the wheel and waved to some friends and popped into the car and popped it in reverse. As she shot backwards, I slapped my hands on the dashboard to brace myself, and that's when I got the familiar, Mom, you worry too much, along with the rolled eyes. Then Lindsay added, you know that when you worry, you make me worry. Again, I knew she was right. My worries took away her confidence. So I just busied myself with tightening my seatbelt and practicing the same deep breathing techniques that helped me when I was giving birth to her during labor pains. <laughs> we pulled out of the parking lot and headed down a small hill toward an intersection. Be careful. Once again, I slapped my hands on the dashboard as Lindsay slammed on the brakes in the middle of the intersection. What's wrong, she asked. You can't assume others are watching out for you at the intersection. You have to drive defensively. Again, she rolled her eyes back and gave me that same familiar thing. Mom, you worry too much. To get through this, I had to imagine myself dumping out all my worries and teaching Lindsay to drive and have confidence with her. I could control the amount of driving experience she had in the next few weeks before she turned 16 and got her license. I could take her to shopping malls and parking lots and on other different places that I was kind of concerned about, but I needed to teach her. I could give her confidence by controlling my worries in front of her. I could make sure that she had a safe car to drive. And after I picked out the parts I could control, I had to surrender the rest to God. Lindsay took the driving test and passed easily. Then she dropped me off at home and asked if she could take the car to a friend's house. As I watched her pull out of the driveway, I remembered Jacobed. Sure, there were worrisome things out there on those highways. Yes, accidents do happen. But I'd done what I could do, and now Lindsay was out of my hands. It was time to turn the rest of my worries into a prayer and give them over to God. It would almost be better to imagine the end result of what you're afraid of, picturing that as far as like what would happen, and then facing your fear or anxiety face on, and then trying to decide how would you be able to respond in faith. Then that would be more constructive than to actually hatch over and over what if, or this could happen, or oh my gosh, what are they saying, or what am I going to do? Worry is handling a situation apart from God. Philippians 1, 6 says that he that began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Remember each day that we are becoming more and more like Christ. And it's a process and it takes time as we become transformed or as the sanctification process takes place in our life. And we need to be patient with ourselves, just as God is patient and loving toward us. From experience, I'm telling you, it is something that God can give us as far as victory over worry. It's just we have a choice. 
we have a decision to make. Is there something that is going on with you right now where you're not quite sure how it's going to pan out? You're not quite sure what is going to take place? Maybe you're asking yourself, what am I going to do? Has it caused you some anxiety? Has it caused you to worry? You'll be surprised how we make things complex. But with Jesus, his instructions are simple and pure. And if we would accept them by faith and be obedient, we will experience the freedom that he has designed for us to have. I would also like to share for the ladies that our annual women's conference will be on Saturday, October the 21st. It's a one-day conference from 9 until 3. And you can get more information by going to our website given at the end of this podcast. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.